All right, welcome back everybody to another amazing podcast. Our I think this is episode twenty four of This Is Ranger Lucky Country. Twenty four, that's and correct, John. Mr. Anderson, what what's going on for today? Well, we have a great show. It's been a while. I actually had uh, one of our listeners, Clay Hattinger, contact me not one hour ago, and he said, "Wait, what's going on? What's up with you guys?" And uh, the end so of soccer Clay, season, man. <laughs> Clay, uh, yeah, right, end of soccer season. Um, but uh, we've got a really great show today. We're going to be talking with our new athletic director, Jonathan Goy, is here in studio. Great to have him here. We're going to be talking about some community news. We've got a lot of fall harvest things going on. We're going to talk about the MHSA postseason and how you can get tickets to all the great activities going on here in Ranger Country. We have our Hometown Heroes segment talking about our FHC uh, marching band drum majors, and we have our Ranger recommendations and our final words. So great to be here uh, John, with you, John and Jonathan. Um, hey, John... John, uh, Mr. Fisher. Good luck with that. Today, yeah, Brad. good luck with that. Right. Uh, 11 days until the Great Iron Growler game. Are you prepared? Days. I mean, I've been doing some push-ups, Brad. Uh, Julie and I, since we just wrapped up soccer season, she and I are now dedicated to go to the YMCA once a week. We're going to start off with leg day. So you're my, getting my ready. My 11 year old. I'm going to take her in. We're going to we're going to hit the leg press, and you know, all right, we're going right. to we'll, get uh, yoked. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the Gridiron Growler, but we have a really uh, really great uh, guest here today, uh, new to Ranger Country. We want to welcome him, uh, our new athletic director, Jonathan Goy. Jonathan, great to have you here. Thank you, sir. It's great to be here. Yeah, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about your background? And you just started, uh, when was it? Monday, last Mo week. Monday. So, <laughs> so, welcome to Ranger Country and uh, still learning your way around. I'm sure this labyrinthian uh, building that we have here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background in athletics and uh, what brought you to FHC. So I spent about uh, 15 years or so uh, coaching basketball. Um, I coached both men's and women's at the high school and collegiate level. I uh, spent time at Northview High School, at West Ottawa High School, spent some time at Davenport University as well, um, coaching as much as I could <laughs> through, the, through those early years. So, awesome. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. And, you ha and you're also involved in a, in a locally owned family business. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so my wife and I uh, have been in the business world, running a business for the last uh, few years. Um, we It's a recycling and sustainability company. We work specifically with the salon industry, finding ways to recycle and repurpose all the waste that comes out of salons. We It's across uh, North America right now, U.S. and Canada, and looking to expand over into Europe uh, as well. Wow, that's incredible. Um, working with your wife and making a, a locally sustained business, uh, very impressive. Well, we're glad to have you here, Jonathan, and uh, talk a little bit about your adjustment to the new role. You know, we are a month into the school, well, not a month, we're almost two months into the school yeah. year now. It's not quite Halloween yet, but it feels like we've well, been here for a while. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a while, but, uh, you know, talk about the uh, the adjustment into the new role, how it's going the first week, right? Yeah, no, Halloween's close. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that, our kids yeah, are counting down, right? Indeed. Yeah, no, we've, um, it's been great. Uh, it's been very, very busy. There's a lot of um, uh, meetings and kind of catching up on some things. Uh, we spent some time with the OK White ADs. We spent some time with actually the OK Conference in general, um, just kind of catching up on what's what's happening right now. There's there's certainly some changes uh, that are that are forthcoming um, that we're, we're, we're really working to kind of make sure that is in the best interest of all of our student athletes across across the entire OK Conference. So, um, but looking forward to continuing to meet. I've met uh, many of our coaches. I have not met all of them yet. Looking forward to getting to meet uh, the rest of them. And uh, yeah, it's been great so far. Fantastic. And uh, you, now, is there an upcoming leadership summit 
I believe, that you're bringing yes. some student-athletes to. Can you tell us a little bit, little bit about that? Because what it seems like a neat opportunity. I know you reached out to a lot of the coaches mm-hmm. in the building uh, asking, you know, who are the leaders, who are the upcoming leaders, and uh, tell us a little bit about this leadership sh- summit. Yeah, so Kevin Woma puts it on. Um, Kevin used to be at Hudsonville, and he they do a great job with it. It's going to be at Hope uh, at the DeVos Field House this year, and there's students coming from – uh, almost all the OK Conference schools uh, to to have conversations, engage in conversations about leadership and how they can Im- improve their own uh, sense of leadership, um, their own style, their own character. And uh, it's just going to be a really great event. And we're really looking forward to bringing, bringing some kids along with us there. That's fantastic. And, and we, had, we had a discussion the other day. We met with a few of the coaches. And we were talking about the things that you want to bring out in through athletics and one of those that came up again and again was the leadership aspect mm-hmm. so it's it's really great to hear that um first week here but i know that you have family members who have come through forest hill central are attending now um and i know you've been around the community what are your, some of your initial thoughts about fhc the community that you've seen and witnessed uh things that you look forward to being a part of yeah it's a great community it really is i, I love the just even the size is is to me it's a great size community because you have the opportunity to do a lot of things as a community um and and we're going to work to try to do some of those things we're going to work to try to bring some things uh, together our student athletes different programs as many different programs as we can get um and and really kind of work to bring families and and friends and all of those things along um to to help promote all of our all of our athletics and give all of our students uh, a great experience really at the end of the day high school athletics is is really it's about the experience um, and being able to to be a part of high school athletics should be special for kids and we're going to work to do that absolutely uh, wholeheartedly agree about making about making memories mm-hmm. right about making memories collecting memories uh, any ideas that I, you know, I don't want you to show all your cards today and I know you've talked to a lot of coaches but any ideas that you have that you want to bring to the table that you know right away you might be able to implement or things that uh, you get excited about that you think hey I've got this great this this community the willing uh, what, what are some things that you might want to bring to FHC well we want to build some excitement around uh, all of our programs. Um, you know, we've had, we've got some programs right now that are very successful. You know, our football program is, is having a great year. Our volleyball program's having a great year. Uh, yes. Um, we've had, we've had a number of programs that have had, uh, I think we had, um, golf is another one. Um, so we've had a number of programs that have, have had some success and we want to be able to celebrate those. We want to be able to get those out, uh, to the community. Um, that you know maybe some people don't know you know i just had a meeting with with our gymnastics coach you know one of the things that people don't realize is that we have one first of all that we have no, a gymnastics team and you're, that, you're right it, and that it's they true. can that those events are phenomenal events to be at they're a lot of fun to be at and so <laughs> for what, sure whatever we can do to kind of help promote those things and and get other students involved we're going to work on kind of putting together a green and white night for our winter sports here yes, coming up yes um that we're pretty excited about and, and there's, there are a number of things that we're going to kind of work to roll out here. Um, but those are some of the things that we really like to be able to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. So, uh, John Fisher, uh, one of the things, yeah, that uh, 
that I'm really excited about, and I and again, plans are preliminary, mm-hmm. but is the green and white night. As a winter sports coach, uh, it seems like something fun, and I know other high schools have done this, where they have like a midnight madness or something on the court, and uh, this this would be a really neat way to highlight uh, some or all of our, our winter sports, and count me in. I'd love to be involved, and I know Cal Carhart seemed excited. I saw him in the hallways today. He's talking about the green and white night, and uh, that's definitely something that would get people excited mm-hmm. about FHC athletics. So bringing excitement bringing leadership um yeah it's just it's, it's great to have you here any any final thoughts on you know your vision for fhc athletics you know it's a great question um i, I think here's here's the thing we we have a very we have a very good community a very supportive community there is there are a lot of good things happening um are there some things that we can look to make some adjustments to absolutely um, and we're going to do those things but we're going to do them collectively we're going to do them based on input from our coaches, our student athletes, and our community as a whole. Um, you know, our our goal is to reach out and engage as much as we can, um, and so we're gonna we're gonna try to make this a great experience for all of our student athletes. Fantastic! And tell us about your compadre in the athletic office who has a ton of energy, and I, we've just been thrilled to have her here as well. We were, we were blessed with Carol Spry's for many years, who was very much a mentor and, uh, you know, just a pillar of the community. And now we have Christy uh, Swayze in the office, and uh, you guys are both relatively new. And uh, tell us about uh, how, how things are going with Christy, and, and we're like I said, we're very excited to have her here. Well, I'll tell you this much. I have a, a seven-year-old son named Landon, and he tends to – not be overly open with people in the beginning he tends to be a little bit shy and i from the instant he met christy he was all on board with her <laughs> he, he was all about it and she's just kind of that person uh she's she's welcoming she's an amazing um administrator she she just she she gets it she knows what's important she understands it um she she <laughs> I think she she likes to defer to me uh, as as uh, her boss, but I think it's probably the other way around. <laughs> I think <laughs> she's uh, she knows what she's doing, and um, she's phenomenal. We, I, you know, this this first little bit here would not have been possible for me without her. She's she's an unbelievable, um, uh, just asset to have. So sure. I'm very excited to be working with her, and uh, and I'm sure you guys will see both of us around quite a bit. Yeah, and fantastic. I. I noticed that uh, already the athletic office is grand central station i went in there to grab you today there's kids there's exchange students in there getting forms tim rogers is in there getting boxes of t-shirts from radco mm-hmm. who i hear uh, mark redlinski is your uh, your good friend he called yes. me up the other day and and i uh, didn't know that you had uh, gotten the job and and mark and i we've gone back and forth on a number of projects from uh, trying to raise money for masks during the pandemic the early mm-hmm. pandemic he does the shirt the annual mm-hmm. spirit shirt so uh, mark says hello and uh, yes. yeah saw coach rogers kicking around a radco box earlier but uh, yeah great central station there in the athletic office and i'm sure that's the way that's you the like way we it like there. it absolutely that's the way yeah. we want it to be it should be a place where people feel comfortable to come in and, and we welcome them all yeah fantastic well i we know you're busy <laughs> yes uh, uh we, we do host a playoff game yes. uh we have all of the uh, fall sports are hitting their playoffs right now volleyball coming up uh, soccer has a big game today so i'll let you get on your way jonathan we really appreciate your time we're honored to have you and look forward to having you here in ranger country absolutely thank you so much i'm yep. excited to be here yeah, thank you fantastic. for coming in we appreciate it so so glad to have jonathan here in the studio and he's the first of hopefully many uh interviewees that we have in here and we've already talked about we have a list going so hopefully uh, every other every other episode we can have a 
somebody in the studio and, and get some 15, 20 minutes worth out of them. But uh, glad to have him here. And John, John. Yep, John. <laughs> John and John. Technically, I am a Jonathan, but yep. I usually, you know, I only hear that if I'm in trouble for some reason. I organize this. So, uh, on to community news. Uh, this week, we got a lot of Halloween and fall harvest celebrations at the elementary schools. Uh, Thornapple, Ada, Pine Ridge, they have various things going on on Friday afternoon, usually after 2 p.m. I don't believe uh, parents are going to be allowed in the building, so a lot of the schools are doing outdoor parades, and I might try and sneak out on Friday uh, to see my own daughter in the parades because those days are fleeting, right, John? That is true. They really are. Yeah, so uh, my kids have been counting down. I don't know if Julie is still in the countdown mode. My ki- Every day my kids wake up, they're like, how many days? And I'm like, it was three yesterday, so yeah. it is now two. No, <laughs> Julia is a, is a sixth grader. She's still interested in going out trick-or-treating and whatnot, but cool. she's, she's definitely this year looking forward to abandoning us, finding her friends, and just going out with a group of friends oh, in the man. neighborhood. So this is a big step. It's you know? a big, big moment of freedom. Yeah. We're going to go over and hang out at a friend's house, and she's going to meet up with some friends, and then hopefully she comes back. <laughs> so I never fully appreciated it when I was a kid how much fun it could be for my parents following the it's so joyful to yeah. watch, to follow your kids around. Especially when they're really little. Yeah. Oh, they're man. falling down all over the place. Yeah, it's and... great. It's it's a lot of fun. So fall harvest, Halloween celebrations at elementary schools. At Goodwillie, they're going to be doing a cider press uh, and square dancing at Goodwillie, which I think is really cool. So they're making their own apple they're cider making, there? They're harvesting and then making their own apple cider. That's amazing. And then square dancing at Goodwillie, which I, I find it's going to be incredible right. out, uh, incredible fun out at Goodwillie, which uh, speaking of Goodwillie, Goodwillie just got its trail. They just finished their week of trail guiding each fifth grader there. Um, trains and goes through a series of uh, different tests in order to become a quote-unquote trail guide and then second graders from all the schools come out and they lead them down the trail and they trail guide them and show them you know the different trees and the birds and here's this animal and 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 uh, it's kind of a neat way to pass on the knowledge and you never learn something so well as when you have to teach it that's true so, so are, would you say now that at this point your daughter knows more about the types of trees and uh, the flora and the fauna around correct. the area than you do? Yes. <laughs> correct. And, and and what was really cool is they did a leaf project, which the parents, I, I, I don't do my the work for my kids. I'm not one of those parents. But you do have to drive them to the different forests and go for walks on mm-hmm. w- with them. And I really enjoyed that aspect of going out with Zeta and helping her identify and she had her book and we'd get it down and she'd go through the little step booklet of, of, of what the but it was really neat and now she she most definitely knows she'll be like oh there's a whispering elm over there i'm like you're like yeah Obviously. of course it is yes yeah. of course it is everybody knows that because yeah, it's that's a that's a warbling uh titmouse or whatever <laughs> and you're like uh okay uh but she she definitely knows her um her, her birds, her trees, and really getting to know it, and, and she's very interested. So, that, so. I noticed um, that the kids at Goodwillie have, uh, they all have blue hooded sweatshirts. I saw a yes, whole bunch of them out. get off they, the bus they yesterday. Came, yep. And they all had interesting nicknames and stuff on the back of oh, them. Oh, man, I blew it as yeah, a father. And, and uh, I noticed that your daughter's nickname is Anderson. <laughs> well, if you notice, my nickname on the back of my jersey for the last seven years, everybody's got these, like, really, you know, crafty nicknames. Mine's always just Anderson. 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 And uh, I didn't think my daughter would mind just having Anderson. She minded. Her nickname is Toes because she's a she's barefoot all, uh, most of the time. And so I can I'm, appreciate I'm, that. I, I hate shoes uh, yeah. myself. Oh, she she's barefoot. All We call her the barefoot bandit. And she did. So anyways, I've got to get another sweatshirt with her uh, nickname on it. But uh, John, I actually do have a nickname. This is a little known fact that is now going to go wide. OK, um, so I, I'm going to turn up the mics a little <laughs> bit, make sure we get a crisp audio well, on this. Grow, growing up, I had a pumpkin head and I still have a pumpkin head. So very early on, my dad started calling me pumpkin 
pumpkin. Not because I'm his little pumpkin, but because I look like a pumpkin head. Uh, and uh, <laughs> then pumpkin head got shortened to punk, and he just called me punk. Growing up, I don't think my father ever called me Brad. It was always punk. And so when I started uh, going to wrestling tournaments, as a joke one time, we put down Punk Anderson. And so if you go back and you look at old wrestling tournaments, I was Punk Anderson. And people thought I was like this bad boy you know, a wrestler. Awesome. It was really a pumpkin head. I was, nice. I was Pumpkin Head Anderson. So I do have a nickname, and my dad still calls me Punk. I did it's not this. have any really good nicknames growing up. Uh, no? I do call my daughter, whenever she's acting like a goof, I call her a goon. So I, I, maybe, that, maybe that'll maybe that stick. Her nickname will be goon. <laughs> I always wanted I, I like a good nickname, that. right? You that know? sounds like somebody who like, breaks arms for the or, mobs. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> punk. Punk Anderson. Punk Anyhow, and goon. Yeah, punk and goon can hang out together. Um, anyways, the trail guiding at Goodwillie uh, is, uh, is wrapped up for the, for the year. Um, and uh, looking forward to their cider and square dancing at Goodwillie. Uh, Friday football frenzy uh, two weeks ago was really exciting. Uh, we took on Byron Center, uh, basically for kind of the de facto OK White Championship. I know we had to still beat EGR, but that was really fun. Uh, f- uh, Wood TV 8, Friday Football Frenzy came here at 5.45 a.m. in the morning all week long. We had a canned food drive, came up with, uh, I think, 3,600 pounds of food were runners up in the, uh, the nine-week-long contest, which was really cool. Um, that's so a that, lot of food, though. That's going to needy families. It's going food. to food kitchen or uh, um, food closets, Lo- I assume. Local, yeah, local food pantry and um, really incredible outpouring of support from FHC. And pantry. Like said, that's the word pantry. I was looking for, looking Brad. For, it's I, been a long wow, day. I'm like, God, it's I like closet. Got the English teacher. Uh, yep. <laughs> the you got me, man. And uh, the, the Friday football frenzy was a lot of fun. The, the whole crew was here in the morning. Um, you had Matt Kirkwood and, and his whole crew and Casey... Um, Casey Jones with Friday Football Frenzy. That whole team, they came out. That was a lot of fun for the kiddos. Last week we had here at FHC the uh, Family Promise raised thousands of dollars. I need to get the final count on that. Uh, thousands of dollars uh, for the Family Promise, which gives um, gifts and um, money to needy families during the holiday season. Yeah, I got to say, so over the last few times that they've done the Family Promise, Family Promise has usually been a really big deal uh, in the Forest Hills community. Kids take a lot of uh, pride in getting all that money in. And I believe it was last year was the first time that right towards the end of the week, we were only at about the $2,000 mark. And we were yes. we were shooting for ten because we usually try to get around $10,000. And there was some there was some panic, I think, on some people's part because, you know, there are people who depend on that money to run their, you know, their their Christmas right. organizations and whatnot. And then on the last day, uh, we flew past the 10,000 over the twelve thousand dollar mark. And then I heard I, I don't know the exact number, like you said, but I heard we had a similar thing happen this year. We were right around the two thousand mark, maybe even less than that. And then I heard that we went beyond last year's donation level. I don't that's know. Incredible. That's incredible. Unfounded. I, I need to. I need to check on that. And that's that's on me. Yeah, I are people just walking it. in on the last day and I dropping just, huge I bombs? I think it's at, like anything, John. Where you, when you sign up for things, and I've tried to get better at this now that I'm the ripe old age of forty. I'm trying to live by the whole do it now. Got thing. About a month left. You got about myself. a month left. So instead of waiting to the last minute till you get that fourth or fifth email to sign up your kid for whatever, I just do it now but i think a lot of people especially this age they bring in their 10 bucks on friday or they they donate on the last time possible so that propelled us to hopefully beyond the ten thousand mark led by patty richardson and christy butler and that's a, a really great uh uh, effort on our behalf and looking forward to providing funds and so many things for. man I, I took pictures of it last year all the things like vacuum cleaners crock pots toys 
the whole spectrum, all that that money goes to such good, such essential things. It's well amazing. used. It's Love appreciated. It. It, changed, it changes people's lives. I definitely so. used my powers of manipulation and persuasion to just really guilt trip the kids to get them to donate. <laughs> well, That's I did one the, the same thing with cans. I really I, I, I'm not too proud to say I offered a, a couple extra credit points if they brought in five cans or more. And then there was a collective effort. And I said, hey, I'll throw another point on top if, if the, all the classes get over 700. So my the AP classes contributed I think 750, close to 750 cans. And, That's amazing. You know, it's okay. So one or two points extra credit on top of 900 right. in my class. It's like well worth it for the people that it's going to feed and it's going to help during the Thanksgiving uh, time frame. So uh, speaking of food, Bratz and Bonfires was a couple of weeks ago. It was on that really cold, rainy night where we played Forstall's Northern. Uh, Bratz and Bonfires is held at the Ada Fire Department. It's a really cool, they have a live band. There's Bratz, there's Bonfires. They had um, celebrity guests from like uh, Wood TV and I believe Wood Radio came down and they had these and 105.7 I think had some uh, a, a disc jockey down and they served beers and warm cider and donuts and brats and it's this really fun, fun thing that uh, Dave Murray and the Ada Fire Department put on uh, every year. We also have coming up in December, first week of December circle this uh, on your calendars the Chili Cook-Off Oh, yeah. Which is one of my favorite things to go to. That's definitely one I try to get to every year. Yes, agreed. I've seen you there. I love the chili cook-off. It's almost, it's it's overwhelming. It is. And I mean, I think it was, last time I went to it, it was like two giant tents. And there now, was all sorts of different chilies. There was white chicken chilies and regular chilies. And some so, that were burned and some that were delicious. So for young parents listening, it follows the Christmas parade in Ada, which is awesome. Santa's there. There's the football team, the band. There's a lot of cool... Um, it's a nice little parade, and it's a good time. And then the brats, and, or excuse me, the chili cook-off is immediately following in the, in the church uh, right there, the community church right there in Ada. My recommendation, and I don't know if I'm going to do this, but I think I'm going to, is perhaps have an alternative activity and babysitter for your kids for the rest of the day because the kids, they last about an hour at the chili cook-off. Yeah, they, they don't it's, like there's chili nothing as, for, as much as the rest of us Chili do. and beer for the kids is not a draw no and and then they're like can we go and they're freezing and they're cold and it's like they they would have a lot more fun if there was like a babysitter that we yeah, took it'd be great if grandma and grandpa could swing by and grab them after the parade or <laughs> hey you know what invite the grandparents to the parade send the kids home with them yeah well mom dad if you're listening <laughs> uh oh i think i think i may be busted but uh you know i might i know my parents like going to that as well but it's certainly there's been years where i'm like nope you're staying and we shut it down and uh, but that's a really good time. Chili cook-off, that's coming up. That's the first weekend in December. So I know that at least my buddy Andy the Bull and I will be able to make it out. I don't know about See, it. that's a great nickname. It is. It really is. Andy the Bull. I mean, look at him, though. He, he's a bull because he could just run through just about anything. Yeah, love it. That's he's a, a large great, gentleman. That's very great, tall. That's a great nickname. Um, moving on. All fall MHSA postseason tickets are, uh, you need to go online. If you want to go to the, tonight's soccer game against Petoskey, if you want to see Mona Shores at FHC this Friday, if you want to watch volleyball, cross country, what have you, you got to go, you need to go to gofan.co. I hope that's not a typo. It's either gofan.co or gofan.com. Probably gofan.com. But it was printed four times as gofan.co. In the, in the staff email. That's Anyhow, a, that's a good John, you're going to visit it. I'm going to go there right now. We're going to go check it out, but you need to go online, and that is where you get the tickets. It's GoFan.co. GoFan.co. There we go. There you go. You go to the tickets. You search for your tickets. You go online, and you need to print off tickets or at least have the digital copies. So there will be no in-person sales, essentially. Correct. If you want to go to an MHSAA postseason game, don't show Anywhere. up with cash. You got to go online and you buy You got to go online. 
I would imagine that I know that they will take Apple Pay uh, online. I can see that right over here in the corner. I'm betting they'll give you a QR code that you can just show up with on your phone. Yeah. Uh, man, it's, it's, it's a brave new world, it's, my friend. It's pretty standard. You know, I went to the, uh, I was lucky enough to go to the Notre Dame USC game this past Saturday night. Oh, that is and lucky. And that was, uh, those were, we had our tickets uh, were digital. So it's, it's pretty common now. And I think people just aren't used to it at the high school level. I think they're used to it for, you know, music and college sports i gotta tell you man i went up to the cherry festival only like four or five years ago and i had a, a ticket on my phone and it had it gave me a qr code because i bought it you know online sure and i walked through the line everybody else had paper print-offs of actual tickets and i walk up there with my phone and i've got two people with me and the guy at the gate looked at my phone he's like what what the heck is that and i'm using softer language than he used and i said well that's my ticket man and he looked down at it and he looked at me and he's like get in there don't ever do this to me again i was like this is a legitimate ticket. I paid for this. Yes. This, yeah. And now, now I, I it's felt the, like I was breaking in. Now it's the only way to go. Yeah. So make sure you get your tickets online. So tonight we have soccer versus Petoskey. The soccer team has had kind of a storybook ending the, the, to their season, and it's not over yet. Um, they play at Red Hawk Stadium uh, against Pet the T Petoskey Northmen for the Division Two Regional Eight uh, Regional Semifinal. It was a really exciting march to the regionals. They won a surprise district championship last Thursday, which was very exciting for that team. Great group of young men um, and players. We got playoff football versus Mona Shores this Friday. It's a redemption game. It We're is. We're going to get back. Uh, it is a grudge them. match is what it is. It's a grudge match. This goes back. There's a lot of history to the – both FHC and Mona Shores came of age around the same time. The last eight years, both programs have been very good. We've knocked them out of the playoffs. They've knocked us out of the playoffs. They had a player of the year state championship last, last year. We've talked about it many times. Uh, we, it came down to the wire. Many people blame the officials in the clock last year, and rightly so. There's a picture that hangs in the weight room. Four seconds left, one-yard line. Clock doesn't stop on the first down. Mm. We should have had at least one more chance to punch it in. There's no guarantee we would have punched it in, but we likely would have. The momentum was on our side. We just scored, like, what, 14 or 15 unanswered points. I'm not, not entirely sure what, yeah. what it was, but it was a dramatic comeback. You know, Brad, We're going to get Mona Shores this Friday. I had that exact same, you know, a whole level of adrenaline this weekend. We had a soccer game where one of my girls scored as time was expiring before the official blew his whistle. She kicked it. It flew past the keeper into the goal, and then he blew his whistle and waved it off. No. He said, time has already expired. And we're like, what? This is... You didn't blow the whistle, and this is 11-year-old girls, man. He's like, I got another game to get to. I can't be here, and he left. Get out of here. Oh, man. The, oh, the girls man. were really sad about well, that one. Well, that's, that's one that uh, I don't – yeah. yeah. I marked usually, that down as a, as, know, a, as a tie. That would have been a tie or a win. It would have been a tie, actually. <laughs> but usually basketball, you know, they stop exactly on the moment. But soccer, sometimes there's stoppage plays. Yeah, you know, they right. They usually there's let a little the play bit of, happen. But that guy, yeah. clearly he was in a hurry to get to whatever he, he engagement had, he, had he had next. Next game. We're not um, better. No, we're we're gonna we're gonna get Mona Shores this Friday, and then volleyball yes, has a game tonight, um, and uh, they will be playing, I believe, Byron Center. Uh, Fifle football finishes. Uh, if you have your Fifle football FHYFL football finishes, and you want us to announce those, uh, the the first and sec the the kindergarten first grade Colts team went four and zero, coached by Joel Schick, and uh, I know Ty Ty Schick is a star player on that team. They went four and zero. The uh, first and 
first grade and kindergarten Titans, coached by Justin Sinclair. Sawyer Sinclair went two and two this year. Um, fifth, sixth grade team just got a victory over rivals uh, for Stills Eastern last uh, last Saturday. Got to watch them. They got, a, uh, I believe, there was two uh, FHC fifth and sixth grade team victories. Seventh grade team is three, two, and one with their final game versus Northview tomorrow. They're coached by Dane Sexton, Nick Ketcher, and Troy Cummings. And the eighth grade team, coached by the same coaching crew, is two, three, and one, trying to get to that winning column with. Uh, uh, they're two, three, and one with a final game against Northview, Northview tomorrow as well. So good luck to all of our FIFA teams as they wrap up their seasons. FHC Youth Cheer, uh, third, fourth grade, fifth, sixth grade teams wrapped up their season, season seventh and eighth grade cheer. They have one more game, of course. I want to thank the board members for all of their great work, including my good friend Emily Leonard, and uh, appreciate all that they did, as well as the high school coaches that volunteered. The high school coaches are the varsity cheer team spending extra time coaching the youth cheer teams well, that's and they really travel cool. on saturdays to these locations and help coach them and i was very impressed with the program my wife and i thought they did a wonderful job so thumbs up to all the fhc uh, cheerleaders youth and high school sounds like they're building a strong program if they're reaching out to those younger generations getting them started and just bringing them up through the system they're doing a, it's kind of like a farm team, uh, maybe. I don't yeah, know. that's that's how you build a program. Triple A um, cheerleading. Yeah, it, exactly. And we're trying to do that with wrestling. And speaking of youth wrestling, you can go to fhcyouthwrestling.com. Signups have started for that. We have a Mighty Rangers program that is uh, second, first, and kindergarten. And then we have the Junior Rangers, which is sixth grade and under. And if you're an experienced second grader and you want to attend that that session, you can as well. We start uh, in the new year, January 4th, but signups are open, oh, so you man, can sign that's... up just talked about next year just brought it I out know, of nowhere i know well sign up started so we start 2022 well the reason we do it is we've we've typically started the second week of december all throughout but it's just when you start in december and there's a couple of snow days and there's the holidays and we're like what are we doing we're, we're combating so many different things let's just start in the new year and have a clean start uh and not just have a clean start so yeah. that we're trying something new this year it's a january february season and uh, FHCYouthWrestling.com, looking forward to have. Uh, we had 100 wrestlers before COVID That's in our awesome. youth program. Yeah, so looking to get back in the saddle. Um, volleyball was second at the East-West Meet at Lowell this past weekend. They lost to returning state champions Bloomfield Hills Marion, who is also ranked first in the state. And uh, volleyball is going to make be making their postseason run, hopefully here soon. And then finally, the dance team is going to be having a clinic on November 13th. Check Facebook, uh, check FHC Athletics, and uh, search it on Google. The dance clinic. Uh, if you're if you have a kindergartner, I think up to or maybe first grade on up through fifth or sixth grade, and you want to try out the dance team. Uh, activities definitely something worth trying my daughters will be there it's something they look forward to every year you get a t-shirt out of the deal you get a performance and uh, it's a lot of fun that's very cool that's a really good way to get some energy out of the kids because those dance teams are <laughs> high energy man. they're the hardest working team in the school they, they, they might be. they literally perform three seasons and then they practice all summer so they're they're a high octane team we're very proud of them they're at the football games they brave the weather they do the basketball games we've had them at the wrestling meets in, in years past so uh, very proud of that if you have a youth that would like to be involved, get them to the clinic November 13th and uh, contact the athletic office if you want further information. So, John, those are all of our community updates, which brings us to the Hometown Heroes. Hometown segment. Heroes. Now, this is our first Hometown Hero of the uh, segment of the year, if I'm not Correct. mistaken, right? First proper one of the year. Excellent. Yes. Here we've, we go. We've talked about the football captains and, and different things, but but certainly this is our first uh, formal. Our, our Hometown Heroes this week are the FHC Marching Band Drum Majors, Logan Verlindy and Jack 
Vanderveen. Logan is in the jazz band and wind ensemble, and he's also an active member in the theater department involved with the improv and the fall play. And uh, Jack plays guitar in the jazz band. He's been in jazz band his entire time at FHC, and he also plays electric bass uh, with the marching band and concert band. And Laura Zilhaver, the, uh, the, the band instructor director and instructor director and instructor says both kids are great examples of leadership they're kind inspiring helpful and they take initiative i've seen these two guys in action they do a great job they have a lot of energy the band is great this year and um, they're definitely two of our hometown heroes our fhc marching band drum majors they really are great examples of what you would want as far as character in a student i've got jack in class this year um i I don't think I've had Logan before, but I had some other know him from the hallways. Yep, I've yep. seen him in the hallways for sure. I've seen him at the games conducting himself as the drum major, which is a very prestigious position. I mean, with the size of our band, the sheer size of our band, to get to the point where you're a drum major, you have to be pretty amazing as it is. Yeah, it's prestigious. And these guys make it look good. And what I love about our band is, is they're they're there the whole game in the band section, and there's a really great triangulation between the student section and the band, and they really complement one another. And the band does a lot of great stand cheers throughout the game, and then at the end, it's kind of this really neat like Notre Dame type moment where uh, after a victory and the home the the home team, our guys, they go over to the to the band and they sing the fight song with them. It's just. Ah, man, it's you know, really we're cool. homers, John, and, we are. and I, lo I love our band, and uh, Logan and Jack are a big part of that leadership piece, and it's a really great mantle to be a part of. Uh, as drum majors, you will never forget it. That's a that's like being a captain of one of our sports teams. It is. And you are directing the uh, the, the core of our of our uh, of our marching band throughout the fall and, and a very integral part of the spirit of ranger country i mean football is important and it's a cool event but the whole community aspect of it is what we really focus on right right and without the music it wouldn't be the same we wouldn't oh, have the same adrenaline they, we wouldn't have the same you know the atmosphere just would be a little yes. flatter when, without the band when i hear that when i'm and when i when we return to school and i for the first time hear them like tuning up their drums yep, or, their, the drums or they're practicing the courtyard. on the courtyard. Yep. Yeah, you hear the quads. I'm like we're back. We're back. So hometown heroes this week, Logan for Lindy, Jack Vanderveen. Appreciate all you do. Good guys. And I uh, look forward to seeing our, our, uh, our performances in the future. Uh, this brings us to Ranger recommendations. My Ranger recommendation this week or our rec Ranger recommendation this week is Card My Yard. And Card My Yard is a company that you can uh, you can go online, Google Card My Yard and go to the Grand Rapids East uh, uh, franchise. Franchise, uh, owned by owned and operated by Katie Riefenberg. Katie is a local parent, and um, she you've probably seen her handiwork around town. Definitely, it, it was at the entrance of the uh, homecoming at the football stadium. Pine She's, Ridge has done it on several Pine, occasions. Pine Ridge is Card My Yard Central. And we've thanked our bus drivers, and they're at events like the Thornapple Elementary Walkathon, and and it's just a great way to. It's all. It's what we we love. It it brings great morale and spirit to our community. And if you have a birthday party or some sort of event, Katie will get there. She'll set up the 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 cards in the yard. It looks great. It's spirited, and um, what a neat extra here it in is, our community it's a really cool thing i never would have thought of that business model but especially during covid it was a huge success because yes. people were having those drive-by birthdays uh celebrations in a lot of cases and getting the card my yard out there just made it that much cooler i mean all the little all the little decorations it's not just the words there's decorations around it it's very very neat yeah, um, it's like uh, live action Pinterest. I don't know how to, else to describe it, but it's very cool. <laughs> That's much very more artistic than I am, for sure. So, Katie, appreciate your efforts. Uh, if you are having a 
uh, a, a party or an event, or you just want to give a shout out to somebody who's doing an amazing job in, in the community, definitely reach out to Katie, contact Card My Yard, and uh, I'm sure she'll be on it and uh, able to set something up. And they have a whole, th- you go to the website and right on the front page, you can select the, the, the font, you can select the images, you can select the type and feel of the, uh, of the different decor- decorations. It's really neat. Check it out, Card My Yard. Um, John, yes. brings us to the end of our segment here. Uh, or the end of our episode, I wanted to talk about just very briefly because we're going to do a special episode, Gridiron Growler game. John and I, along with many of the listeners, are going to be participating in in 11 days on November 6th at the Four Stills Admin Building Field, which is the oldest sports field in Cascade, in a 9v9 collision on the gridiron. You are the captain of the Cascade Village Commanders. This is true. I am the captain of the Whitneyville Growlers simply because we're the two guys that care most about the game. And, and it's um, convenient for us because we work together. So. Yeah, exactly. So the game, the, 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 the rosters are set. And next week, we may do a special episode over the players, yeah, the I pregame, agree. and kind of a game day version. Well, we're going to break it down. It's going to be X's and O's to the best of our abilities. So th- for the professional sports commentators like Lang Davis and, and Dave Tyler, who do it during the football games with you, uh, we, we don't know what a nickel package is or uh, <laughs> the pistol formation. But Trips right or left or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. I know where the... Uh, where the tight end is and the left and the right guard. I got, I got some knowledge. Right. You know, but, but we can talk about these guys and we can break down what they're, how they've played in the past. We have some statistics, we have archives and we're going to have a little bit of fun with it and give a, give like a game day, uh, gridiron growler game day is what we'll call it edition. So if you see episode 25 pop up and you start listening to it and you go, what the heck is yeah, this? Like, why it's is this a, like the NFL draft right now? It's a one off and we, we want to use our capabilities. And if you like something like that, there's a lot of familiar names that you'll hear dads from the district, coaches, administrators, police officers. There's a lot of people, you know, we'll try to have some fun with it. And I'm looking for, forward to it john i've been training uh just so i'm not a complete embarrassment out there running around the field and so i don't get injured on the third play but uh man it's a tough game it is i'm I'm mentally preparing you're always sore for a week afterwards i told you i'm wearing two knee braces my wife blew out her acl a couple of weeks ago so i'm wearing two knee braces to this game for the first time ever i can't have two (laughs) two people on crutches in my family it's gonna be great and uh in the works is a vintage football game which we'll talk about that after we get through the gridiron growler game but looking at a vintage american football game that i'm trying to organize and uh should be a lot of fun along around thanksgiving but anyhow stay tuned we'll talk more about it and until we meet again uh, i want you to do three things use good judgment if you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong it's probably wrong and nothing good happens after midnight and i can't say this enough i want you to go out into our community and be the change that you want to see in the world but almost more importantly i want you to assume positive intentions from your fellow rangers go out there and and assume that we're all on the same team we are all part of the same community and we can do better together thanks rangers have a great night